Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. So welcome, Chanel, to the Focus on Why podcast. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. This podcast is definitely right up my street. Um, So I'm so excited to be one of your guests and hopefully it's an enjoyable podcast. Everyone enjoy. Well, your last podcast that we recorded together for the Property Vault podcast, which was episode 25, back in August 2019, late August, was such a hit. And I had so many people reaching out to say how fantastic you were and what an inspiration you were. So I just wanted to share your next steps on your journey with everyone because you were such a, a strong person to, for people to follow, such a great role model. And I, I just want to give people an insight into how much you've done in, in less than a year since then. Oh, wow. That'd be so exciting as well for myself and for anyone that did listen to the first one to now listen to this one and see the growth. I'm so excited because I think I've grown so much in quite a short space of time. So it'll be so good to listen back and just see what the differences are and what the changes have been. And yeah, I'm quite excited um, to be doing another one. So why do you think that you are making so many changes? Um, it's a really good question. I think that for me, I'm just always continuously trying to be a better person. Um, and that is just as a person in general, but also in business and in life. And I think that on, on, on the journey that I am on, I have to continuously make changes every day. I think I'm surrounding myself with, with better people like yourself, Amy. Obviously, I've spent a lot of time with you over the last few months and you're a very big inspiration for me and just the person that I want to become I think that your habits and your day-to-day like life is amazing and it's something that I aspire to be like so just surrounding myself with better people um reading a lot more and just forming good habits getting rid of the bad ones and trying to form good habits so I'm making the most out of every day and every day is as productive as it can be and what sort of made you get to, or what, what inspired you to get to this point of, of constant evolution and and the bettering yourself becoming the best version of yourself I think that I just was not happy with how my life was going it was a bit like just kind of waking up the day was flying by going to bed and, and just a repeat of that I think how it kind of it hit us majorly when we went to, so this is me and Demona, my partner, we went to Mexico, two weeks of absolute bliss, spent more money than we had. And you just, just you know, when you just go on holiday and you splash out, you live the high life, you do all these amazing things and you come back and it is holiday blues. But for me, it was like holiday blues times a hundred because I just wasn't happy with where I was at in life. I felt like I should be doing more. And it was just going back to studying, going back to work and going back to just living, just living to work, living day by day without any real reason or any real passion. 
So I think it was then it hit me and I was like, okay, like if I want to change my life and if I want to get the things that I want to get and live how I want to live, go away when I want to go away, I need to be doing something different. I can't expect change if I'm not willing to change myself. So I started reading a little bit more. Um, I read books on how to manage money. And I think in a, it was like a repeated pattern in a lot of these books. It was surround yourself with better people, invest, save, there was a lot of mention of public speaking there was a lot of mention on investing in property and I just thought oh this sounds really interesting let me just explore this world because as as you know you don't know what you don't know and I didn't know this world existed and I just immersed myself in a whole different world and yeah still every day I'm still improving every day I'm still learning and just continuously pushing myself out of my comfort zone that sounds incredible. And I mean, you're a bright girl. You're, you're well-educated. You've got a, a degree in law and fantastic grades throughout. But what, what, why did you not know about this before? I don't, I, I, it's hard because I don't really know. I don't think I ever, obviously I've always wanted to just be better and be ed, like, be educated and be smart and make a good living. But I didn't know there was a world outside of kind of doing your A-levels, doing your degree, doing your nine to five and retiring. Obviously, you you know, like, you know that there are people that run their own businesses and you know there's people that don't work a normal nine to five job. But I think there's a difference between knowing and then just getting rid of that fear and having the confidence to just go and do it, go and learn, because the knowledge is out there. You don't, these days you don't even have to, obviously I recommend paying for education, but you don't have to. There's so much free knowledge and free education online and on the internet, in books, and you just have to go and do it. But I think it's that fear that stops a lot of people from doing it. And I think once I just got rid of that fear and just thought the nine to five life isn't for me, I want to make more money and have a better life than a nine to five can give me. So So it was kind of... Yeah, it was kind of a loaded question because I I was also guilty of living that autopilot life and and going from education into employment and then raising children. And it was only sort of recently that I started to question that that there must be more to life. And again, I took that similar journey as you started to do more reading and the sort of personal development shelves had swollen massively since I last looked at them because I hadn't been into that sort of area of a bookshop for ages. I was always looking for how to raise children or how to to cook healthy meals and things. So, and I didn't go into that section and then finding it, it was an absolute revelation and a total journey that I've been on as well. And especially in this sort of becoming more financially independent because as you say, you just don't know what you don't know, but it's all there. It's all out there ready for you to absorb and, and apply. Yeah. And I think if, like we spoke about this before the podcast, but I think if you gave a poll on do they want to work a nine to five for the rest of their life, being one option, or the second option being, would you like to run your own business? Would you like to be financially independent? Would you not like to work for anyone else? The majority, I won't say everyone, but the majority of people will go for the second option. They want to own their own life. They want to be financially independent. They don't want to work for anyone else. But I think what stops people from doing that is their their comfort zone and their fear 
of maybe not knowing how to do it and even when they do know how to do it it's just that fear of not wanting to come out of your comfort zone and I think even the position that you're in and the position that I'm trying to be in it's still I still have that I still don't want to come out of my comfort zone but I think life begins at the end of your comfort zone and it's just when you step out of that comfort zone is when you you kind of your your eyes open to the world outside of what life kind of is expected from you that's so true and I have one post-it note underneath my desk um, top here and it just says to do today leave my comfort zone so that's my one (laughs) (laughs) one one thing to do list every day is literally leave my comfort zone because when you do that that's where the magic happens that's where you start creating things that's where you start growing living and just having a whole whole lot more fun I completely agree. And I read, I can't remember what I was reading, but I read something recently that said that your brain will control your whole body, like your body can do things that that is completely un, unhuman, but it's always your brain that stops it from, from, from doing that. And I think an amazing quote is something that I heard, like a cat can only be a cat, like a tiger can only be a tiger. A bumblebee can only be a bumblebee but as humans we can generally be anything that we want to be and I don't think a lot of people are kind of reaching that full potential of just being whatever you want to be. I think that's really good a really good analogy because if you think about when you're training when you're doing exercise for example any type of sport if you're just doing it on your own you get to a point you say okay I can't do anymore and you stop but when you've got someone there pushing you someone who's helping you to get better in what you're doing you will excel and you'll start achieving much better results and that's the same in in business that if you've got other people surrounding you who are going to help you who are going to mentor you to take you to the next steps you're going to achieve so much more faster yeah no I definitely agree and the important side to that is also is that you don't always need to pay for that you know there's lots of knowledge available to you out there we're in the information age and that means that we have the opportunity to read, to learn. We've got so much availability of connectivity with people. We can connect with whoever we want across the whole world at a, at a touch of a button. And to have that connectivity and the ability to collaborate with all sorts of people from all sorts of walks of life is it's never never happened before with such speed you know before you'd have to spend weeks or days traveling to get somewhere but now you can literally reach out and at the moment when we're we're in lockdown you can literally press a button and you can have your screen filled with whoever you want and it's just incredible yeah i definitely i don't think there's no excuse to becoming who you want to become i think other than just fear of doing it because like you said, we're in the information age and everything is at a touch of a button for us. So what is it you're doing, Chanel, to to change the way you want to live and not have that nine to five? Um, So at the moment, we have a property investment company. Um, We rent properties from landlords, um, house them with vetted young professionals and give them a guaranteed income. Um, obviously we get an income from that as well for looking after the property for them so that is part of our income I have also embarked on a journey of public speaking recently as well 
Um, and recently won Mastermind Spokesman of the Year, which is really exciting and an honour to win. I've been fortunate enough to share my journey with young adults from six forms around the country, but also just corporate professionals who just need a bit of a kick up the bum, which has been hugely rewarding for me and enabled me to share my story, share my journey and given me a platform, which hopefully I'm going to use for the next stage of my life and the next kind of chapter, I really want to start um, a public speaking company for young professional female leaders um, because I think being a woman sometimes is a little bit harder and we just have to break a few more barriers and I think having done that myself and continuously doing that I just want to help females young female leaders who also want want to embark on that journey. Wow that's so impressive and I've heard you speak and you hold that audience literally every single word that you speak everybody is looking at you and they're waiting for your 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 next part of what you're about to say it's captivating you're engaging and you definitely have a very natural ability of doing that (laughs) thank you amy yeah and and it's a great story it's it's a i don't know if you want to share that here today I mean, we're on the with the Why podcast, so I guess it would it would be um, <laughs> it would be a good occasion to share it. Um, so yeah, I have kind of two reasons why that are quite important to me. One has always been the case, which is family, my mum and my brother, especially are two major driving forces for me. Um, and then the second one being something that I've quite recently learned is myself I am my own reason why becoming better is a reason why um but we'll start with obviously my mum and my brother um and for me I had quite a different childhood my earliest memories of my childhood were where my mum being punched so hard in the face that she had these massive ping pong sized balls on her head I remember like the dark dry blood that used to just be left on the white walls and I just genuine looks of kind of sadness and fear that used to be in her eyes and I just I don't know if anyone can imagine like their mum and just just whenever you or just anyone just whenever you see someone so upset like but it's just genuine like their eyes are just full of sadness and just full of fear it's such a horrible it's just such a horrible feeling knowing that you can't change that and you can't do anything to make the situation better and obviously I wanted to protect her I, I, would, I would have done anything to be able to but I was I was scared myself I was in kind of the same position the same level of fear that that my mum was and I remember kind of being punched in the face myself by my dad and just being so scared that I literally wet myself as a, I think I must have been six maybe seven and just over something so ridiculous, I kind of got hit in the face. And I just remember just, just being so scared and just like, I don't know, you probably haven't, but I don't know if anyone's been so scared that they physically wet themselves. Like, it's just, I can't even describe how that happens. It's just, it's just, it's just horrible. And just kind of, that was, it wasn't like a once every now and then thing. It was an every day, like that is how my childhood was. It was every day, the same thing just hearing like things being smashed, doors being punched, like my mum begging for him to stop hurting her. Like that was, that was an everyday life. And it's so hard to explain like 
just the level of emotion and the level of damage that's done to, to everyone. Um, and I think that for me, like just being young, the only thing I think that I could do to change the situation was to work hard. Um, and that and that's that's what I did at school. I was the the person that got the highest grades and revised a lot at 14 instead of what most kids were doing, and that was I don't know, I don't know, playing and having no cares in the world. At 14, I was putting my CV into law firms to go and get work experience. And at 14, I actually did. I got work experience with one of the magical the magic five and the Magic Five Circle Law Firms, which are a group of law firms which are the best um, in the world. So I got myself work experience in one of them at 14. It was kind of like a competition. So you went to like an assessment day and out of a few hundred people, they pick a selection of people to go and do work experience. Um, so I actually got picked for that. But then once they found out my age, I think you had to be 17, 17, 18. Um, and obviously they found out my age after they told me that I got through and obviously they turned me away and told me to come back when I was old enough. And obviously at 14, like it broke my heart. I think I cried because to me, this was something like, this was my way out. Like, this is what I thought to myself, like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get the best grades. I'm going to like go to uni. I'm going to get a fantastic job, but I'm going to be able to get myself out of this situation, but not just me. I'm going to be able to get my family out of that situation as well and be able to give them the life that they deserve. So at 14, I kind of thought, oh my God, like that's it. Like it, it, it wasn't just rejection. It was kind of like, I saw this as my route out or the beginning of the route out and they turned me away. Like it, it kind of, that was it. Um, so obviously I went back I did actually go back when I was old enough to go back and I did with the work experience but I think just throughout the whole of my my school years the only thing that I cared about was getting the best grades and doing all these extracurricular things and just anything that I thought that would be able to get me a good job good money so that I could take myself and my family out of that situation and I think a lot of people probably didn't understand me at that age they probably didn't get me I had a very close circle of friends, which I'm still friends with this, to this day. But I think a lot of people didn't probably understand me. They just thought, well, she's too serious and she is a nerd or whatever you used to call them people in school. But she's a teacher's pet. She's this, she's that, she's quiet. And I just think people obviously don't understand the battle that you're having at home. And I don't know if anyone that I used to go to school with hears this, they might understand a little bit more that I just had one goal like I do I, I was I, I didn't have a chance to be a kid I didn't have a chance to have the fun that a child or the lack of worries that a child had like my only concern was do good in school that equals good job that equals money that equals get my family out of that situation um, and it wasn't until I kind of found property and speaking and investment and all these other avenues of starting my own business that it kind of became like I can do it um and obviously my mum's out of that situation now thank god um one day she kind of just I was revising for my a-level exams um and I remember my mum coming downstairs and saying today's gonna be the day that he kills me um and that was the day she left like that's the day she felt obviously that she had to leave and I remember being just kind of going to bed praying that day wouldn't come I always used to pray that my, I didn't wake up and find my mom dead in the morning so it wasn't it wasn't like a 
an over-exaggeration, if you like. That's generally what she believed, and she left. She called the police, but they could only hold him overnight. They could only hold my dad overnight. Um, so we just had to pack a bag um, and leave. And if you can imagine all the things that are in your house at the moment, just, I don't know, like the kitchen utensils, the TV, the beautiful photo frames with your children or your family in, your pets, just everything that's in your house, everything that makes your home a home. And just try and imagine packing that into one like, black sack of stuff. And I remember most of mine were just a few clothes for sixth form because I was still at sixth form at the time and a few revision books because I was doing my exams and we just had to leave. We had to go to a women's refuge um, where they just let us stay for a, for a short period of time um, and we had to build our life again from scratch. So just, yeah, just from scratch. But I guess it was the worst and the best period of all of our lives because we were able to escape if you like we was able to start our life again and I think it was then that it just really gave me the motivation not that I didn't already have it but just gave me an extra dose of motivation that looked like we need to we need to change our life we need to do something different so when I found property and speaking and all of that it was just like wow like I can actually do it like I can I can see I can see the light at the end of the tunnel all I need to do is the hard work and I will be able to to give myself and my family the life that we've always dreamed of having and just just to be happy and carefree it's kind of little things that we take for granted but just going so long 17 18 years of not being happy and just living in fear and then like you're free and like like a bird like it's so it's so hard for me to try and explain to someone that maybe hasn't gone through it doesn't really understand but it's it's like being in a cage and then someone letting the cage go, like let like opening the cage and telling you to go, and you're just like, should I? Should I not? Like I don't just, just yeah. I was gonna swear then, but um, but just saying yeah, let just go. Um, and that's what it was kind of like. And ever since then, it's just been. It just leads me on to my second reason why, and just being the best version of myself that I can be. I can't. I can't focus on my past and, and let that be a reason for me not accomplishing what I need to accomplish. I'm not bothered about being better than anyone else other than the person that I was yesterday. And I'm so determined, especially with the people I have around me, they're amazing. I'm so determined to just be a better version of myself and every day just read a little bit more, every day just work that bit harder to be able to just achieve what I want to achieve and have that life that I've always dreamed about. And it's just going that extra 1%, extra 1% every day. And obviously, after, if you go extra 1% over a, a period of a year, you're going to be a whole different person when that year is up. Um, yeah have I spoken too much <laughs> no I I didn't want to interrupt you I wanted you to just you know share that amazing story with everybody because your self-awareness and the way that you took responsibility and empowered yourself and and just had that sort of ability to and and, and the awareness is to take control of and be able to start from scratch with nothing and I think that's probably one of the drivers for you is that you know that you can because you've done it and at an early age so you don't have that sort of fear because the worst has happened 
and and so what, what else can you know nothing's going to stop you you're just going to keep on going and keep on trying because you've achieved results at the same time as having the worst things having happen to you yeah and I think kind of what the podcast highlights I do think if you have a powerful reason why it can it can push you so much more forward than anything else and don't get me wrong I'm not perfect sometimes I wake up and I just I just don't feel like getting out of bed and sometimes I'm too scared to do something and the fear takes over and I'm like I'm not this perfect person yet but it's kind of having that reason why to be like you know what like I've, I've done much worse and I've been through much worse than maybe cold calling or doing a Facebook live or putting myself out there like I've, I've done so much worse than doing that so that reason why kind of it will overtake anything if you allow it to but I think it's knowing your reason why and then just reminding yourself every day what it is and just homing in on it and just realizing the power of what the reason why I can give you um and I just think like I visualize quite a lot it's something new that I've kind of taken on board is just visualizing we have a total of 2,000 to 3,000 thoughts per hour that's a like that's a lot of thoughts and instead of thinking about all the things you can't do and all the bad things that have happened to you and all the things that could go wrong, if you put all of that energy into thinking about all the things that can go right and all the things that are going right, what you can do, what life looks like when you're successful, I genuinely think it helps so much more to just pushing yourself. Because like you said, it's coming out of that comfort zone and just realising change doesn't, it's not going to happen if I don't change. I've still got bad habits that I need to get rid of to be able to become this super successful power woman that I envision myself being and the life that I envision myself having. But that's not going to happen unless I change and I adapt good habits and I read more. And like I said, just go that extra 1% every day. And like you said, Amy, just doing something every day that gets yourself out of your comfort zone, because that's where all the potential is, just outside of that comfort zone circle. Absolutely. And the magic that you're transmitting on this podcast, I, I cannot describe how empowering it's going to be for any listeners, and regardless of age. And I know you're focusing on the, the sort of young female entrepreneurial minds, or those who think they can't. It's probably your target audience, the people who you think yeah. they can't, you want to empower them to, to show them that they can. I think, yeah, that's more accurate. I say young. I think everyone's young. I think you're as young as you say you are. So when I mean young, I don't I don't mean particularly like a particular age. I don't mean like 20s and below or anything like that. I say young because it's just, young to me is just how you feel. Like it's just having a young spirit. But I think what you said particularly is about, it's about the people that can't think they can't do it. I think that's most important because I think that if, like if I can go through what I went through and still be fighting on the other side and still feel like I have so many adversities that I still have to face and have faced and still come out the other side then I know that anyone can do it I don't think it's just in, like I said it's in your mind that's the only real thing that stops people because you can have no money still start a business you can be young and still start a business you can be old and still start a business there's there's no there's no rules to this kind of game of life if you like it's just what what we let our mind tell us is that's the real kind of determining factor 
that that says whether we're, says whether we're going to do something or not. It's so true, Chanel. And uh, I mean, you recently Googled something about university. Will you share that with the audience? Yeah. So I was just kind of seeing what people felt about university, and I just typed in university university makes me now if you type that sentence in in google and you kind of see what drops down below it it was university makes me sad university makes me depressed university makes me feel stupid and it was just all these negative things that came up there wasn't one positive thing that came up from typing that sentence so this is so like I know a lot of people say university is supposed to be the best time of my life and I personally didn't have that experience but it's just it's like if that is coming up as like the most searched thing on Google, that's kind of scary, um, especially with how prominent mental health issues are these days. And I just think it's important to know like university, well, just school and university is not the be all end all of, of life. It, it's hard when everyone places a huge emphasis on getting good grades and going to university and getting this amazing job. But it's not like there's there's such a whole different world out there. I think it's just breaking away from from the status quo and breaking away from that stereotype that you have to go to university, you have to get a good job to be successful. Because I've done it, but I've done well, I've done both. And I think the most the more rewarding thing for me was starting my own business and not being financially free yet, but it's definitely it will definitely come. And just not having to work for someone, not having to make someone else money. So, and the most rewarding thing for me was doing that. And I didn't, I didn't need necessarily need the good grades that I got to be able to do that. I, you just need to believe in yourself and just educate yourself. All the things that schools don't teach you is what you need to do to kind of start your own business. And I think we'll leave it there, Chanel, because what you have said in this podcast is going to strike a chord with a lot of people out there and get ready for some contact on social media because <laughs> just like last time you are, I, I will say, you, you say you're, you're striving to become the woman that you think you can become. Just recognize today who you are today and, and pat yourself on the back because it is so important to feel enough and be good enough right now as well as striving for more but recognize that you are incredible thank you Amy thank you and thank you to anyone that's listening to this as well it means a lot to me that people want to hear my story and hear what I have to say I didn't think a few years ago that anyone would be interested in what Chanel has to say Um, so if you do like it please give Amy's podcast a little five stars because she definitely deserves it Um, and I hope to hear from some of you and what you thought of the podcast brilliant I'll add your links into the show notes so that people can get hold of you perfect thank you Amy thank you thank you for listening to the focus on why podcast I'm Amy Rowlandson and if you've enjoyed this episode please leave me a five-star iTunes review Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook and become a member of the inspiring, uplifting and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.